This is The Stuck Stops Here. Your source for humor, healing, and honesty. I'm L.W. Nolai. I am Tammy Reseda Atman. Let's go. Happy holidays to my brave, courageous cycle breakers. This is Tammy Atman, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 8. Today is a monologue. All the experts, research, and articles I've read emphasize that journaling is an important part of the healing process. Many books written by well-known therapists and psychologists encourage writing a letter your, your emotionally abusive parents. The goal is not to send the letter, but to transfer the shame, confusion, and pain from inside you to outside of you. Today, I will read an unsent letter to my parents and also a famous poem written by American poet Charles C. Finn. I won't be commenting or adding any insight as the letter and poem speak for itself. First is the letter I wrote. Dear Mom, Dad and stepdad, you will never read this letter. I don't need you to. It's for those brave enough to decide that passing on generational dysfunction to their children is a lousy, preventable thing to do. It is for anyone and everyone that may be asking questions, searching for answers, seeking authenticity, and craving a simpler, more fulfilled life. It feels awkward to call you mom and dad. It doesn't feel natural to say it. I have always felt this way and thought there was something wrong with me. Blaming myself gave me a solid foundation of shame, a warped perspective on life, poor decision-making skills, and an expert at self-sabotage. From what I know, you all had traumatic childhoods. The stories I've been told are horrible. I can only imagine what you deny and or don't remember. You were never taught to have real relationships, and you cannot teach what you don't know. Now I understand why you expected to be treated like parents while always acting like children. And there lies a big source of all my pain. None of this is my fault, and for over 40 long years I thought it was. Rock bottom became the foundation in which I rebuilt my life, my soul, and my spirit. I spent most of my adult life recovering from being an emotional orphan. Thank you to my mom, dad, and stepdad for the food, clothes, education, and shelter. For that, I am grateful. And as every expert points out, if food, clothes, and shelter were enough, jails and orphanages would be wonderful places to live. I am also grateful that you all showed me how not to raise my children. This letter isn't about condemnation or victimization. It's about how I learned to acknowledge what happened, why it happened, distance myself from the generational poison, grow from it, and now sharing what I have learned. The misery and denial never changed with any superficial success 
the family experienced. It never mattered how many things we had or didn't have. A poisonous family system drowns everyone in its wake. You all chaotically switched back and forth from smothering us to ignoring us, depending on your mood. That process objectified me. I became an anxiety-ridden perfectionist and lived an empty, stressed-out, performance-based adult life. Inconsistent and immature parenting based solely on convenience left me with nasty yet invisible scars. I used to think I had no right to feel so lousy because I knew other people had it so much worse. So I suppressed the rage. I read somewhere that you can drown in six feet of water or 30 feet of water. You still drown. I try to remember that on my healing journey. Some days I feel like it's too late for me to live the life I was supposed to. However, the further along I move on my healing journey, I focus more on the positive and press on forward anyway hoping that it really isn't too late. To my stepdad, it's very hard to forgive that you chose not to protect me from my narcissistic mother. You made a huge effort to protect your children from your crazy first wife, but callously watched me receive a lot of verbal blows and spiritual assaults from my mother. You made a conscious choice to do that. She couldn't help herself. Worse still, as I slowly broke free from her miserable trap, you encouraged her to ramp up her attacks, to ignore me, to gaslight me, to manipulate, deliver the silent treatment, any other abusive tools that a bully would use. And the older I get, and the more independent I became, you joined her. Shame on you. To my mom and my biological dad. My way of forgiving you is moving on and feeling nothing. Kudos on your charming social skills. You are very well liked. If you had put the same amount of effort into authentically loving your children that you put into impressing strangers, I wouldn't be writing this letter. I now accept that you live in denial, that you are both broken and bitter, and I feel sorry for you. You will never have the relationship with your children that I do with mine. I know what you're missing out on. You don't have a clue. Checkmate. Game over. Now that I am no longer angry with you, it is much easier to move forward with awareness, compassion, and inner peace. The message that I am now very motivated to spread, healing is possible. My life purpose is to be a resource for others seeking a better quality of life and mustering up the courage to begin and remain on a healing journey. I want to spare other people the decades of pain and confusion that I experienced. My long-term, probably unattainable goal is to eradicate narcissism and toxic parenting by empowering those who have not yet had children with the tools to raise the next generation 
with attunement and connection so that the next generation grows up to be emotionally healthy, content, fulfilled, peaceful adults. My short-term goal is to engage, support, entertain, incentivize, inform, and enlighten those trying to break free from the effects of toxic family systems by sharing my story and my observations. You will never read this letter. I don't need you to. I just need to continue on this journey, which includes unlearning what you've passed on, reparenting myself using new tools that I've acquired, and discovering who I was supposed to be before you screwed it all up with your choice not to break the toxic cycle. With no love or hate, your emotionally orphaned daughter. A poem by Charles C. Finn. Title, Please Hear What I Am Not Saying. Don't be fooled by me. Don't be fooled by the face I wear. For I wear a mask, a thousand masks. Masks that I'm afraid to take off, and none of them is me. Pretending is an art that's second nature with me. But don't be fooled. For God's sake, don't be fooled. I give you the impression that I'm secure, that all is sunny and unruffled with me, within as well as without, that confidence is my name and coolness is my game, that the water's calm and I'm in command, and that I need no one. But don't believe me. My surface may seem smooth, but my surface is my mask, ever varying and ever concealing. Beneath lies no complacence. Beneath lies confusion and fear and aloneness, but I hide this. I don't want anybody to know it. I panic at the thought of my weakness exposed. That's why I frantically create a mask to hide behind, a nonchalant, sophisticated facade to help me pretend, to shield me from the glance that knows. But such a glance is precisely my salvation, my only hope, and I know it. That is if it's followed by acceptance, if it's followed by love. It's the only thing that can liberate me from myself, from my own self-built prison walls, from the barriers I so painstakingly erect. It's the only thing that will assure me of what I can't assure myself, that I'm really worth something. But I don't tell you this. I don't dare to. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid your glance will not be followed by acceptance, will not be followed by love. I'm afraid you'll think less of me, that you'll laugh, and your laugh will kill me. I'm afraid that deep down I'm nothing, and that you will see this and reject me, so I play my game, my desperate pretending game, with a facade of assurance without, and a trembling child within. And so begins the glittering but empty parade of masks and my life becomes a front. I idly chatter to you in the suave tones of surface talk until everything that's really nothing and nothing of what's everything, of what's crying within me. So when I'm going through my routine, do not be fooled by what I'm saying. Please listen carefully and try to hear what I'm not saying, what I'd like to be able to say, what for survival I need to say, but what I can't say. I don't like hiding. I don't like playing superficial, phony games. 
I want to stop playing them. I want to be genuine and spontaneous and me. But you've got to help me. You've got to hold out your hand, even when the la it's the last thing I seem to want. Only you can wipe away from my eyes the blank stare of the breathing dead. Only you can call me into aliveness. Each time you're kind and gentle and encouraging, each time you try to understand because you really care, my heart begins to grow wings. Very small wings, very feeble wings, but wings. With your power to touch me into feeling, you can breathe life into me. I want you to know that. I want you to know how important you are to me. How can you be a creator, an honest-to-God creator of the person that is me? If you choose to, you alone can break down the wall behind which I tremble. You alone can remove my mask. You alone can release me from my shadow world of panic, from my lonely prison. If you choose to, please choose to. Do not pass me by. It will not be easy for you. A long conviction of worthlessness builds strong walls. The nearer you approach to me, the blinder I may strike back. It's irrational. But despite what the books say about man, often I'm irrational. I fight against the very thing I cry out for. But I am told that love is stronger than strong walls. And in this lies my hope. Please try to beat down those walls with firm hands, but with gentle hands. For a child is very sensitive. Who am I? You may wonder, I am someone you know very well, for I am every man you meet, and I am every woman you meet. Thank you for listening today. I have included a link to the poem in the show notes. Look forward to connecting after the new year. You have been listening to The Stuck Stops Here. We are not licensed therapists. We are not life coaches. We are not certified in anything. Nothing. I just want to be a resource for those beginning or on their healing journey.